the majority of Jewish children in South Africa attended Jewish day school. One of the reasons being because their parents want them to get a good Jewish ed education. But what exactly does this entail? Rabbi Ramon Woodmont has just completed his Master of Arts thesis on whether Jewish day schools ensure our kids on a Zionist. I'm really looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Rabbi Woodmont, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Cherise, thanks so much for having me. The title and thrust of what I did was not just whether or not schools could ensure our kids are Zionist, but particularly focusing on whether our schools can impact the whole array of values and uh, fundamental beliefs and attitudes, including Zionism, but also including our relationship to religion and other fundamental values as well. Rama Woodmont, obviously, Jewish majority of our kids are in Jewish day schools, but and one of the reasons that has been given is because of the education. Yet, for many of the kids, Jewish education is seen as a waste of time, something extra, something you may want to bunk, and not really relevant to their lives. Would you agree with that assessment? So it's an interesting assessment. Uh, it's difficult to quantify what most kids actually believe, but there is an indication, and it varies from school to school, that depending on the school's alignment and the and the subject's alignment with with the student's home environment, there's either a resonance or a dissonance. So kids that come from home environments and family environments that have very different emphases will definitely find that if they're doing something in Jewish studies, it's very different from that. It's definitely a, some sort of dissonance. Uh, whether it's relevant or not really depends on how it's taught by the teachers. So you think that it's all to do with what the way it's taught rather than what is being taught? No, I think it's got to do holistically with a number of things. The first question that I looked at is, is how, how you can insert Jewish studies into an overall framework that is very focused on metric achievement. Uh, most of our Jewish day schools, definitely where the majority of our kids go in this country, attend Jewish day schools where a huge emphasis in the final grades is placed on metric achievement for the purpose of distinctions, for the purpose of university admission. And it's not just the final three years that are impacted this way, but the entire framework of the school is impacted. The school is an academic framework. It is there to help kids achieve academically. Everything else, time-wise, emphasis-wise, is essentially centered around that organizing principle. Primary schools have a somewhat different arrangement, but in the end, a primary school still has to prepare a child for the high school. And the closer you get to high school, the more that the primary school also adopts the same principles of, of operation, how kids are assessed, the way that tests are run. The particular things that is, are being looked at are essentially defined by the metric exam. And when you have a framework like that and you try to put stuff in, which is Jewish, there is an automatic conflict because metric exams and the entire metric system are not there to help you develop belief systems or attitudes or explore moral elements. They're there to help you pass an exam with very clear skills and knowledge that's required. And it's not, it's not aimed at developing the parts of the person that the Jewish side of the school is aimed at. So there's an automatic conflict between 
putting that, that, those Jewish subjects, which have very different types of aims, to the academic subjects and putting them in the same box. I'll give an example. You know, you have a test in maths, which is there to test particular skills. You have a test in biology and history, which is there to test both skills and knowledge. And then you have a test in Jewish studies. But the test in Jewish studies has a very different uh, subject aim, and yet they're still having to run the same test as maths, biology, and science. How are the kids supposed to reconcile that? How are the teachers supposed to reconcile that? It's not a simple thing at all. No, it's not a simple thing, and you've explained it extremely well. But it does beg the question then, A, whether Jewish study shouldn't be a testable subject, whether it should be something that kids enjoy, it's give them an opportunity to break from the academics and not be tested on it. Or, alternatively, stop so it at an earlier grade. So it's one, it's one of the many things that uh, I looked at. Many of the, many of the people that uh, I spoke with and many of the educators that I've interacted with over many years have a sense of the conflict and maybe that the testing and the assessment models, maybe it should be a different assessment model. But underlying that, it's, it's not just testing. It's more than testing. It's got to do with the fact that the, 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 the Jewish studies component has to fit in it goes beyond testing. For example, you're sitting in the same classroom. You have the same discipline. You have the same punishments for everything uh, in, in, in the school system. And yet maths is not meant to last every single student for the rest of their lives at a high level when they're at uh, you know, graduate level. That's not the aim of maths. Um, most kids will not go on to become mathematicians. But every single graduate of a Jewish day school, you would want to be Jewish. So the focus, the spread, the aim, the longevity of the Jewish study side and the Jewish side is completely different. So it's not just, you know, it's not just the assessment. It really it begs a look at the entire way that we're presenting it as encapsulated within a school, a scholastic academic framework. And whether or not we can somehow detach it, run it slightly differently, give it a different taste, Across the board, assessments, even where it's done, is it should it be done in the same classroom? Should it be done in a different space? Should it be done less formally, more formally? All of these things were things that I think we need to look at. I mean, in a way, what you're suggesting is a complete overhaul of the entire concept of Jewish education. I'm suggesting you look at it. I'm not suggesting you overhaul it yet. But if one looks at the world's the statistics worldwide and the impact of the formal Jewish day school system on elements of what is called in sociology, Jewish identity, attitudes towards being Jewish, attitudes towards the state of Israel. Formal schooling generally does not have a huge impact, nowhere near compared to the family background. But there are some schools that do have a huge impact. There are some schools that are just doing a lot better. And my suggestion is we start looking at those, those uh, highlights, those bright spots, and finding out what they're doing differently. In general, my thesis is that they've at least acknowledged the, the conflict between these two types of goals. I think from our, our community's perspective, we need to we need, really need to wake up. I think South African Jews have always been very Zionistic, very traditional. And obviously, once it's that way, people just assume it's going to continue. But it's not. I think there are a variety of factors that have contributed to our community remaining this way when Almost every other Jewish community in the diaspora did not, even if it started out in similar spaces, which many of them didn't. But our community has remained this way. 
I think the worst mistake we could make is simply believing it will continue. It won't. We're already seeing the statistics demographically indicating that our community is changing, indicating that kids today are far less connected to Israel than their parents, far less connected to a variety of things. Our intermarriage rate is shooting up compared to previous generations. We used to have one of the lowest in the world. All of these things essentially point to changes in our community. And those changes are being driven by our younger members of our community who are coming through our Jewish day school system, more than 80% of them. And uh, if we simply keep our Jewish day school system exactly as it's been, and if we keep it exactly as it's done overseas, we can expect similar results to what's going on overseas, which are rocketing rates of assimilation into marriage, massive loss of connection to identification with Israel, and loss of Zionism. That's what's happening worldwide. We can expect the same results if we simply continue as we are. I mean, Rabbi, you, you raised a couple of really interesting points. And the one, obviously, is that, you know, identity comes from the home, essentially. And it's not really the school's job to instill Jewish identity and uh, Zionism. That, that's an addition to what should be happening at home. And you talk about the evolving Jewish identity of children which means, in a way, parents should be taking on a little bit more responsibility too, or is it a natural uh, need of young teenagers to, to find their own identity? So that's a, that's, a, that's a super question. It's one of the things I looked at in my, in, my, in my MA dissertation. And I think the first thing is spot on. The adults need to take far more responsibility. South African Jewish community was closeted, was protected in South Africa because of many reasons. And the overall community provided a space where elements of Jewish identity, like traditional attitudes towards religion or Zionism, they were simply nurtured in that space. So parents previously may not have consciously felt they needed to do a lot. It's different now. 21st century has changed so many things, but particularly our community structure and where we get our sense of self and for that reason, parents definitely have to do a lot more than in a, a previous generation or two, and they have to do it consciously. I think uh, shuls um, and other community structures also have to do, realize this, and therefore also have to up their game in this area, as do schools, by innovating and, and thinking differently. And uh, there, was one, there was a second question you raised there beyond the family, which just skipped my mind. Um, just Jewish identity, young Jewish identity. It is changing rapidly. Young Jewish identity is changing rapidly. And there was one that, there was something else. You, you questioned how, whether the, the parents need to do a lot more about it. And I said, yes. And secondly, I think the, there needs to be a significant recognition on the parents' side that doing more means putting in their own time and, 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 walking, and walking the talk. I'll give you an example. Many years ago, if one went to Yom HaShoah, there would be parents and kids today what you'll find is a strange phenomenon. Parents don't go that much anymore. The kids are bussed in by the schools. Many of the kids don't come to school on Yom Hashanah anymore because they know it's an off day, quote unquote. And it's a bizarre reality. We cannot be sending our kids to Yom Hashanah while we as parents can't take off an hour and a half, two hours of work, and then wonder why our kids are disconnecting. If we're not, if we're not putting in that time, then they're going to grow up in a home space where there's no essential laying down of those values by living there. And that's what has to happen. A school cannot replace a parent. A school cannot replace a community. 
parents today need to play that role. And it's uncomfortable to say it for many people. You know, we've led a, we've led a comfortable Jewish life. We've led a, a life which is, at the end of the day, has not required that much effort from us. But if we want our kids to gain the values we got in the 21st century, we cannot just sit back and expect someone else to give them to them. It's never happened that way. Values, basic values have always been laid at home and by community. But our community's changed. Kids get most of the information today off uh, Instagram and TikTok. That's the biggest source of information and trusted information by kids. And parents need to realize that. If they want to have children who have different values to what they're picking up on TikTok, they need to preempt that and input their own values, not by talking about them only, although that's important, but by acting on them. Rabbi Whitmond, it sounds like you, you've identified the problems. Um, you, you, the, the next step is, of course, implementing them, and we, we don't have time to go further. And I wonder if we shouldn't actually discuss this topic again, um, taking after on how we uh, responses by community to your thesis in a couple of weeks. Can we do that? With pleasure. With pleasure. I'm, I'm, I'm engaging with many, many of the components in our community, including the schools, and so far I had good responses. Fantastic. So let's 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 revisit this very important topic in a few weeks' time again. Great. Thanks for having me. That was Rabbi Ramon Widemond, who has just completed his master's thesis on the topic of Jewish day schools and education.